So there are two things that I'm working on in the studio today. First of all, the mail that you guys have sent me is really starting to pile up and I really need to get to that. So we're gonna do some of that in just a second. But first, I wanna talk about this other project that I've got going on that's kind of interesting. I bought my first scanner before I bought a digital camera, and this was in the late 90s, so probably around 98, 99, somewhere in there. And then I've got my first digital camera, I guess, probably around 2003-ish, I wanna say. Since then, all of my stuff lives on these loose drives, and I literally have years and years and years of these things. They're probably around 30 or 40 in the studio, in the closet, and my images over that period of time and video for that matter are scattered around on all these. So what I'm trying to do is I want one place to consolidate all my stuff. Here is the current situation. So these four drives on the bottom, these are eight terabytes a piece and they are in what is referred to as a RAID configuration, which basically means that the data gets moved around. So if you lose a hard drive, you won't lose things in theory. And this drive at the top is the newest one. And this one is a six terabyte drive. These all house video. And so this goes back to 2015, 2016. This is the artist series. And this is all the video that I've done in 2017. And then this, because photos are going to be much smaller than video, will round it all out. And this completes the system. I spent the better part of last week going through all of these loose drives that are sitting around. I've got a box down here just full of SATA drives and taking all that data and putting it into Lightroom. Now, here's the deal. I want to be able to access any photo that I've ever taken. That is the goal. How many of you actually do that? I'm really curious to know how many photographers actually do that. I think people are pretty good about it with client work. That's usually the easiest find because it's really important, but personal work, um, more artsy kinds of things that you do. And the problem that I have is that in this last year when I want to find something, I'm starting to have trouble figuring out where that exists. And there's certain images that I just haven't seen in a long time because they're stuck on a drive on a shelf somewhere. So this is where I wanna hear from you guys. How many of you have actually done this? I will share this with you. I have about probably 80 to 90% of my stuff on this drive, ready to be cataloged, all that. It is very scary what you find going through old pictures. There's people that you don't see anymore. There's some weird stuff. There's some really cool photos and there's a lot of really bad ones. And then there's stuff It's like, why did I ever do this? Why did I even keep this? Anyway, I wanna hear from you guys. How many of you actually have all of your data in one place so you can literally find any photograph you've ever made? That's the challenge. You guys don't see this room as much in videos because mainly it's just a big storage place. This is all mail that I haven't gotten to yet that you guys have sent me and I'm really sorry for that. So we are going to start rectifying this situation a little bit at least right now.
Okay, so first up we have this awesome book and two prints. There's a portrait on one side here and on the other side is this really cool seascape. These are really nicely done. This is from Mark Orchard. And Mark sent me a note in here and I wanna share a little bit of this with you because I thought it was very cool. He said his two favorite videos that I have done are Nobody Cares About Your Photography and the Artist Series video on David Brookover. And uh, anyway, he says at the end here, he said, David Brookover said something very important in that video. He extolled the virtue of taking photographs for others and not yourself. I'd always thought that your art should be personal. For sure, the style should be yours, but the motivation to excel will come from the needing to impress others. He likened it to cooking for yourself or cooking for friends and family. A perfect analogy, great stuff. Keep on doing what you're doing, Mark. Mark, that is a cool quote, and um, David really said that best, and it's, it's kind of against the grain of what the masses in photography generally go for. But I think that David, I mean, obviously, I think the world of David, he's, he's a very good friend, and I was honored to be able to do that artist series for him. Uh, Mark, the book and the print. These are beautiful. Okay, next up is a really cool print and also this magazine that came from Neil Bates who lives in Calgary. And uh, Neil writes, uh, Hi Teta, thank you for all your hard work and inspiration to follow your creative heart. Here in Calgary, there's a publication called Seities. I think is how you say this. It's kind of a cool palindrome anyway. Uh, publication called Seities dedicated to analog photography and alternative process. The cover photographer, Greg Weber, is also has also been teaching darkroom classes at SAIT in Calgary uh, for several decades. He always arrives with a smile and a sense of curiosity and encouragement. I have enclosed one of my prints from a Yukon trip last year done on silver gelatin and sepia toner. This is, as I can't even hold it right, this is really cool. Neil, thank you, this is awesome. Next up is a zine called Dirty Film Volume One. This comes to us from Nate Smith, who lives in the UK, who sent a very nice note. He ran across my videos when he was watching some stuff on John Free. John is a very good friend of mine, and we would like to collaborate again this year if I can make it to LA, so stay tuned, we'll see. Uh, but anyway, he writes in here that this, he's very proud to share this with me. It's his first artistic project that he's started and seen through to completion. This is my zine, Dirty Film, named as such because I shoot a lot of film and I develop at home so everything gets quite dusty. Tell me about it. Uh, the first uh, work is a short exploration of my room and my feelings towards it. I use some words to help guide um, the viewer a little bit, but it's up to you to interpret as you wish. That is Dirty Film, Volume 1. Next up is this little accordion piece, which I want to explain to you because this is really cool. This comes from Harold Selke, who lives in Germany. First of all, this handwriting is awesome. Uh, I just wanted to note that. Um, but anyway, he uh, said, I'm a big fan of the show, particularly interested in photo assignments. I have included a little print product here. We call it a Leprello, I believe is how you say it in German, after a figure from Mozart's Don Giovanni. I don't know what you would call it. It's obviously not brand new, but when you announce personal freedom as the current topic of photo assignments, this one seemed to fit in. Uh, he goes on to say, um, the little prello is a short, sort of two-dimensional sequence showing photos from a walk along the Death Strip, where until 1989, Berlin and Germany had been divided. These colors are from the same locations just 26 later. To me, this double sequence is a representation of freedom, having been to the same places before. The photo on the back is from 1987. I was lucky enough to live in the West while my uncle's family, as well as my grandparents, lived in the East. All the best wishes. This is really cool. Not only does he do personal freedom, but there's a little bit of influence from photo sequences here as well. Harold, thank you. This is amazing. Next up is this little zine called Lag Time, 14 Hours in Hong Kong. This comes from Renato. Just a note here. Another A plus on the handwriting here. 
Renato writes, Dear Ted, love the show. I felt so honored when one of my photos was featured on photo assignments. It meant a lot. It is great to see the YouTube generation embrace your teachings. I feel old saying that because I'm only 33, but I've been shooting since the age of nine. You were definitely an influence on me at the very least. A big influence on me. Enclosed is a copy of the first issue of my zine. Hope you like it and look forward to the next one. He also uh, inscribed this to the best YouTube professor the world's ever have. Renato, this is awesome. Okay, next up, these are from somebody that I've got to call out here. This is uh, a book called Memories from Another World from Tim Hubeck, and he also sent me some stickers. Um, I know Tim, and it's very cute that in here he introduces himself to me. And Tim has a YouTube channel. He's really good. If you're into film and analog processes and stuff, go check Tim out. I'll link him up in the show description. We have Film is Not Dead with the skeleton holding up the uh, Polaroid uh, waste of film. And uh, a black version of that. Oh, and this one's really cool too. Film is not dead, waste of film. And it's got this really neat graphic on it too. So Tim, thank you. Tim, this book is outstanding. You guys go check him out. He really is awesome. This is really cool. This was sent to me by an English photographer by the name of Tony Butcher. Um, this came in a box, and here is the actual book here. And it is hand-bound, which is really nice. I don't know if you can see the binding on the side there. And this really smells good. It's like ink and paper. I don't know. I'm weird like that. Um, this is really beautiful, and Tony wrote me a pretty lengthy letter here, but it, the, very funny. He says, let me introduce myself. My name is Tony Butcher. I'm a painter, decorator, and when I have some spare cash, I am also a photographer. Born in London's East End, my mom used to sell rabbits on the Bethel Green Road. My uncle was the guy who trained Arnold Schwarzenegger to become Mr. Universe, but money was never one of our great attributes. Anyway, this is a really cool letter. Um, and he goes on to talk about how he discovered the show and all. He's actually a pretty accomplished photographer. He's got work in several collections, including Victorian Albert Museum in London, which by the way, is one of my favorite museums in the world. Every time I'm in London, I go there like several times. Um, one, it's massive and you won't ever see it all in one trip. But uh, anyway, this is really cool. And uh, you know, I think like all of us, he kind of talks about the struggle of galleries and museums and everything else. And uh, Tony, this is outstanding. Thank you very much for sharing this. You guys check this out. Next up is a letter and this really cool little photo that come to us from Ed Worthington in Cardiff, Wales. And Ed doesn't seem to think that I'm gonna get to my mail here anyway. He says, anyways, people probably say you a lot of mail you're likely incredibly busy and you may never see this but I've included a print of my 120 shot uh, sorry handwriting I look at a beach not too far from my house it's on Kodak Ektar with a Bronica S2A a camera that weighs a ton I hope you like it kind regards Ed Ed this is awesome Ed has an Instagram called the six million P man go check him out okay I was grinning when I was opening this because whenever you see this little stamp of the sheep that means it's from Tom Barr check this out Love it. Okay, guys, seriously, this is the handwriting show. You guys are like completely outdoing me. Tom writes, Dear Ted, I hope all is well with you in Fort Worth. I am writing you for two reasons. First is to say a huge thank you for your amazing work on the artist series. It has been outstanding. Graciela Iturbide and Keith Carter episodes I found especially moving. Thank you for mentioning that. He says he hopes there will be a season three. I do too. The second reason is to show you my latest photographic project called the Utlier Zone. Utlier is pronounced as a Scot would pronounce outlier, but with an oot. Utlier. Utlier? Is that right? For, for somebody with Scottish roots, I'm really bad at pronouncing all this stuff. You were kind enough to feature Shetland U on the show, so I'd love to know what you think of this. Many, many thanks, Tom. P.S. 
I also love doing photo assignments. Great work, everyone. So first of all, Tom, this is amazing. This is a zine. It comes to us from John Esco, who writes me a note with, again, excellent handwriting. And he says uh, um, that he is a Romanian guy living in the UK for about four years now. Coming to England was a big change for me, including my passion for photography. Here I discovered many, many amazing places, uh, people, the beauty of street photography, the excitement and the challenge with it. John, this is excellent. This is really cool. This is a box that comes from Killian Kuntz. And Killian writes, Dear Ted, two years have passed. You probably don't remember the first bigger picture cards I had sent to you. You guys, you always say this, that I don't remember things. Killian was one of the first people I ever featured when I got my P.O. box and started doing mail. And he sent me this series of little uh, flashcards that you could use to improve your skills as a photographer. I featured them on the show. They were really cool. He, I know he's done several editions of these. Uh, this is the latest. And uh, he said, I had to create something new. I wanted to develop this idea of photography cards. Because of street photography has always interested me. I met Swiss photographer Thomas Luthand, Olympus Visionary, and created a new edition of the Bigger Picture Cards, the Street Photography Edition. I love it. And I would like to send you, Ted, the first brand new copies. This is awesome, Killian. I will put a link to these in the show description. Killian does awesome work. Go check him out. Photographs do not bend. However, these are curled and they came in the tube. This is from Johan Kruger, who lives in South Africa. And this is a series of prints of double exposure black and white pieces that have quotes with them. And Johan writes, Dear Mr. Forbes, I don't think I spend more time on any other show on TV or YouTube. Thank you for hours of inspiration and education. This is immensely satisfying to develop the skills to express spiritual journey, creativity with the camera. Johan, Johan, these are awesome. Thank you so much. You guys, I want to thank everybody who sent something in today. We made a small dent in this, and I'm going to get moving on this some more so we can get caught up. And as you guys can see, every time I do one of these, the work is just really impressive. And I'm really honored that you guys send me such nice things. And you know, it's interesting. I see other people who do stuff like this where they do a mail time thing. And usually it's just stuff or it's food or something like that. And I, you guys send me really nice things, which has created kind of a secondary issue here. Well, really two of them. First of all, I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do with this stuff because I wanna save it and I wanna have somewhere nice to put it. So I'm going to kind of figure out that as a challenge of what I'm gonna do to keep all the stuff that you guys send in. And the second thing is now I gotta go clean up this mess. So anyway, if you guys enjoyed this video, please remember to like it, share it with your friends, subscribe to The Art of Photography for more videos. I will see you guys in the next one. Until then, later. I will have you know that we recycle here at The Art of Photography. We'll see you guys in the next video.